Welcome to Tech Law Chat, our series of coffee break podcasts from Full Pump Court. I'm Ian Munro. And I'm Matthew Levy. Today's topic is AI. In this episode, we're going to consider one of the challenges, explainability of automated decision making. Matthew, what's the scenario? My client's a bank and it's constructing a machine learning model to make predictions as to the likelihood of a customer defaulting or not on a loan. The idea is that once the model's trained, customers can apply online for a loan, they put their data in the system, and the bank's algorithm will then be used to reach an automated decision as to whether the loan application should succeed or whether it should be refused. So we have a situation where there's processing of personal data. So it's one where you're going to have to involve key legal frameworks like the Data Protection Act 2018, which is read alongside the UK General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR. And all this legislation is going to impact the design, deployment and use of the proposed AI. Yeah, and actually it's worth saying, isn't it, that for the focus of this, the the bits of the regime we're looking at, the UK regime is basically the same as the EU GDPR. So where we are is that the bank's currently scoping the project and they've come to me for advice on how to meet the GDPR obligations. So focusing on the applicants, these data subjects will have various rights under the GDPR. For example, a right to be informed of the existence of solely automated decision making, which is producing legal or similarly significant effects. Here, the automatic refusal of an online credit application would be a significant effect for the purposes of the GDPR. Indeed, and that brings in various facets of the GDPR regime. For now, we're going to focus on the applicant's rights to obtain meaningful information about the logic involved in the processing, as well as the significance and envisaged consequences of the processing. And that mouthful is from Article 15 of the regulation. So the common difficulty here is that machine learning algorithms like this do not reach decisions based on reasoning in any meaningful sense. Rather, their outputs come from complex and dynamic statistical models built from vast quantities of data against which an individual set of facts is probabilistically assessed. This means, well, that machine learning algorithms can be reliable decision makers, but they can be something of a black box. So even the most technically adept may have little chance of understanding why a particular outcome occurred in a particular case. Exactly. And this sort of black box or opacity problem poses real difficulties for GDPR compliance. And even actually setting aside the regulatory aspect of this, there are real concerns here. If an application for a loan is refused, the bank needs to be able to explain to the applicant why that's happened. And to say something like, well, it's because the probabilistic algorithm rejected your application based on inferential modelling is unlikely to cut the mustard. So what what we need is a practical approach to solve this explainability conundrum. So to explore the options, I've arranged to speak to Andrew Burgess of Greenhouse Intelligence, a thought leader and practitioner in AI and robotic process automation. I've already shared the background with Andrew by email, so now let's give him a call. Hi, Andrew. Matthew Levy here. Hi, Matthew. Thanks for your email. So as you'll have seen, We're concentrating here on the need for a clear and accessible rationale explanation. 
which will help applicants understand the reasons that led to an immediate yes-no decision on whether their loan application should be progressed or whether it should be refused. A detailed technical explanation of how the model works is unlikely to be feasible, and in any event, even if we could do that, it wouldn't explain the decision adequately anyway without a full-blown analysis of the training data. That's not viable, so what we need is a way of explaining the decision in simple and straightforward terms. So what are the different approaches that can be taken to this, to explaining the outcome of a machine learning algorithm like this one in a way that a consumer can understand? Yes, Matthew, you're absolutely right in that any technical explanation of the algorithm's working would be both pointless and impractical from the perspective of the customer. So we really need to look at other ways of providing meaningful explanations to them, especially if their loan application has been rejected. So there's two main ways that the bank can tackle this, one of which is concerned with the overall approach taken, and the second using more technology to explain the technology's original decisions. Could you describe those in simple terms? Tell us a little about it. Yes, yes, I'll try, of course. Um, The first approach relies on the fact that in most cases, the more complex the algorithm you use for your predictions, the more opaque and therefore the less explainable the output becomes. For example, a simple decision tree model is much more explainable than a deep neural network, but the accuracy is going to be much less. So using this explainability by design approach, as it's called, means that the bank has to balance accuracy with explainability. And and if we're going to go down the more complex route in order to gain better accuracy, then we need to bring in the second approach. And this relies on a post hoc analysis of the outputs to understand which of the various features of the model were most influential in making that decision. And by features, I mean the specific data fields that we use to train the model. In a loan decision scenario like we have here, these would include things like the applicant's salary, their postcode, their previous loan record, et cetera. And because AI is able to crunch very large data sets, the model can analyze hundreds of different features about that customer. And what does the output of that analysis look like? Well, the, the output, and it's typically done with some AI tools like Sharp or Lime, identify all the different features that are most influential to the decision that was made. But it's important to note that this will show multiple features with different levels of influence. So it could say, for example, that salary had an influence of 0.6, that postcode had an influence of 0.43, and that previous loan record had an influence of minus 0.24, et cetera, et cetera. So all these factors will make up the overall decision of whether to approve the loan or not, which will be based on a confidence threshold of the model that's been set by the bank, i.e. the loan application be rejected if the model's confidence in it being good is below 90%, say. In practical terms, then, what does all this mean for the bank? Yes, that's a good question. I think beyond the technical considerations, it's important for the bank to think about how they will explain the results back to the customer in a meaningful way, and if possible, with actionable suggestions. So a customer may be used to hearing that their loan was rejected because their salary wasn't high enough, but in this AI and analyzed case, it will be because of these multiple factors, which could be confusing for a customer. And the customer is likely to ask, what they can do to get their loan approved. And the real value in this will be if the bank can say, for example, that the customer has too many credit cards, and if they consolidated these, they would then pass the the threshold. That's very clear. Thank you, Andrew. And we'll pass that on to the bank. Um, Yes, Matthew, but do remember this is very much a moving feast. 
if it had this discussion last year, I'd been able to give much less satisfactory answers because the expellability technologies were only just being developed. And I imagine if you ask me in a year's time, I'll be able to give you even better solutions to this problem. So banks, like any organization implementing AI, need to constantly review the landscape to find the most appropriate solutions for the challenges at the time. Thanks, Andrew. That's great. An involved discussion with the bank awaits. Meanwhile, there are four takeaway points. Number one, where AI is used for automated decision-making, a number of explainability obligations may arise. Two, AI is often opaque, so the potential challenges need to be considered from the outset. Three, the field is fast evolving, but in very broad terms, the options include simplifying the AI used, perhaps at the expense of accuracy, and post hoc analysis of the outputs, which carries its own technical and practical issues. And finally, four, in any event, deployers of AI need to tailor their approach to their specific use case and the intended recipient of the explanation. Thank you for listening to our podcast on the explainability aspects of AI decision-making. For references and citations, visit us at techlaw.chat. And if you feel so inclined, please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is provided for the purposes of general education and entertainment only and does not constitute legal advice. The presenters disclaim all liability for the consequences of reliance being placed on what they have said. The value of investments can go down as well as up and you may never recover the time devoted to listening to this podcast.